Hello again, everybody. Thank you for joining us on episode two. Two for two Tuesday. Two for two Tuesday. Oh my God, we're recording on a Tuesday too. Okay. Yes. On a Tuesday. Love going going up on a Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) All right. Yay. I'm so excited. We've got so many requests to bring out episode number two. So I'm even more excited to record this one. More than episode one. Who are we? Oh, we are. We are hunted and Mana's podcast. And Mana. <laughs> I forgot her name. One day we'll one day we'll get this right. We'll have to count ourselves. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'm Cindy. I'm Gabriella. I'm Andrea. So this episode we are doing an Irish theme in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is Slanche spirits. That means cheers in Gaelic. I was like, what the? Slanche. Yes. Slanche? Slanche. <laughs> Are you okay. pronouncing it right? I think so. I did Google Translate and I was like, Slanche. And I was like, oh, Slanche. I thought you were saying Slanche. I've done it before. I just don't remember. Anyway. Slanche. And I'm drinking Guinness. Well, you're the only one that, <laughs> you're the only one out of all of us that's been to Ireland. Thanks for doing Yes. Jealous. This is actually a cup from the Guinness factory in Dublin. Hey. Hey. So anyways, fun fact, um, we actually have a strong desire to visit Ireland, hopefully sometime soon. Um, we wanted to make it into a sissy trip. Um, we, all three, as Cindy mentioned, currently are drinking Guinness, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to honor the spirits. Oh, or the, what is it? Uh... Well, it's spirits and, and, all, and, oh, yeah. and also St. Patrick's Day. Uh, spirits uh, with spirits. Spirits with spirits. I like that. What are the what's the Gaelic spirit thing? Sisters yeah. with spirits. Drinking spirits. What's the Gaelic thing? <laughs> so dumb. No one's answering me. Oh. What is the Gaelic um, thing? So anyways. What? The Gaelic word. Oh. Slanche. 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 I forgot like what I was going to say. Anyway. Okay, anyway. Slanche. I think I have to do it, do it really fast. Slanche. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> the Irish accent. That was, I sound no. more Jamaican. That is not even Jamaican. <laughs> that sounds like, like, Scottish, like Scottish. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Girl? No. Cindy. That's a no for me, Don't dog. Ever. That's a no. Uh, what, dude? Okay. I thought that was good. <laughs> In your eyes. I've always wanted to yeah. visit an Irish an Irish castle. Like an old yes. ruins castle. Yes. That's my dream. Well speak of the devil. Well my research topic is on an haunted Irish castle. Oh, oh I'm yes. excited. My dream. Yeah. So I am covering Ballygally Castle, located in Northern Ireland. It is in the village of Ballygally, County Antrim, which is approximately three miles from north of Larne. So the castle overlooks the sea at the head of Ballygally Bay. Ooh, say that three times. Ballygally Bay, Ballygally Bay, Ballygally Bay. You just did it easily. So, every old castle has at least one ghost of some kind. 
and Valley Galley Castle is no exception. The castle was built in 1625 by James Shaw of Scotland, and it's actually been under attack several times during the revolt of 1641 from the Irish army at Glenarm. But the attacks were never successful. So because of that, it is currently the only 17th century building still used as a residence in Northern Ireland. It is very beautiful and also very haunted. When you pull up, there's an eerie green mist over the castle. So a little backstory. Legend goes, Lord Shaw wanted a son, but his wife, Lady Isabella, delivered a girl. And since she did not produce his heir, he snatched the baby from his <gasps> wife and locked her in a room at the top of the castle where he also starved her. Oh, my God. So sad. That's horrible. She tried to escape and to look for her baby, but fell to her death. <gasps> Wait, this is a lady? The wife? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So Lady Shaw, Lady Isabella, or Isabel, Shaw... Um, was kept in the castle as a hostage after she delivered a baby girl as opposed to a baby boy because he wanted an heir. So for her punishment, he, you know, snatched the baby away from her, didn't give her any food, and locked her up. And so when she tried to escape, she fell to her death. It's horrible. So the castle was bought by a rich tycoon in the 1950s, and he converted it into a hotel. And the hotel honored Lady Isabel's ghost by dedicating a bedroom to her called the Ghost Room in one of the turrets in the oldest part of the castle. A turret is a small tower on top of a large tower or at the corner of a building or wall, just in case you didn't know. And oh, that's where she was. Harry Potter. Okay. I gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for those guests brave enough to visit the room of Lady Isabel, they have to make their way to the top of the spiral staircase. And although she's considered a friendly ghost, Isabel tends to knock on the doors of the hotel rooms and then vanish. <laughs> she's playing Ding Dong Ditch, basically. Basically. <laughs> She's probably like looking for her baby or looking for Shaw to kill him. She's like, You snatch my baby. You a mother's wrath never made me very hangry. Me. So mm -hmm. now I'm going to look for you. Mama Bear coming up. Yes. Even in her death. Okay. So there was a hotel manager that was skeptical to the paranormal when she initially came. But when she was forced to stay overnight, she did start to sense something in the hotel. And the more she stayed, the more presence she could feel. One time, the manager was setting up the dungeon's room for a dinner party. And after setting it up, she walked out the room to grab something. And when she returned to the room, she witnessed the napkins being unfolded on their own. And the glasses had an odd scum around them and were organized in a circle on the table. Another time, a guest who checked in the castle stayed right beneath the ghost room that I mentioned earlier. And in the middle of the night, he woke up 
he thought he was in his own home and he could sense one of his children has laid a hand on his back. He could hear the sound of a child running around his room and laughing, but he couldn't see anything. Then he remembered he was not home, so he ran out the door. And I'm assuming checked out right away. The castle will occasionally invite psychic mediums to spend the night, and oftentimes those mediums claim that the Bally Galley Castle have more ghosts than guests. Damn, I wonder how many people have died there. I mean, just her. Okay, but how are there more ghosts? So they say, but you know, back in the day, those people, like, would die of the Black Plague and anything. So, and then, like, a lot of times they were just, like, thrown in a ditch. So I'm assuming there's lots of activity there. Yeah, maybe even, like, surrounding. That we just really don't know the background, you know? So something cool about the castle is that it was used for some of the filming of Game of Thrones. And there is an episode with an epic battle called Battle of the Bastards. And it was filmed on the castle's grounds. What? So the hotel management, it's actually really smart. They have a package where you can like book a room and then they'll take you on a tour of you know, where all the filming was completed, then you can come back to the castle and have, like, a medieval time dinner um, and, you know, basically be a king of your own haunted castle. Pretty cool. That is so cool. It's actually very genius of them. You should do it. (laughs) I know. I like. Why do I not manage a freaking haunted castle? True. Um, the funny thing is, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I've have I've seen episodes here and th- here and there, and that was one of the episodes that I did watch, and I was like, oh my god! But that's that's really fucking cool. There's yeah, a lot of Game of Thrones fans too. So exactly, gonna add that to the bucket list. <laughs> so that is the story of Ballygally Castle in Northern Ireland, and we need to add that to our list. For sure. Balegale. Okay, Andrea, I'm ready for your spooky tale. I'm excited. Okay. I. Nana. Ito. Ito. That's exactly what you sound like. I said me too. I know you said me too, but you're like, Ito. Ito. My campfire, I'm going to be honest, I didn't read it all the way through because I got scared because <laughs> I found it at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> I read bits and pieces, though, and I was, like, scared enough. So this is going to be oh my God. enjoyable. I'm excited. <laughs> I am, too. I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, so I got this story off Reddit, and it's a personal experience story that I'm using for my campfire tale. And it is the dream encounters with Shadow Man. And it's told from the perspective of a man. (laughs) Okay. So, the story starts when I moved into an apartment in Ireland about a year ago. To introduce myself, I lived in around three houses my entire life and have been living in different parts of the world in the last three years and did not have any encounters with paranormal until last year and hence was a non-believer. I also have been raised in a modern and science-inclined family. Therefore, throughout my life, I chose to view ghost encounters as a side effect of psychological disorders. Now going ahead with the events that followed. 
I moved in with three of my friends into this apartment, which is located in one of the best areas of Dublin last year. Whatever I am writing are plain facts, and not even a single thing has been twisted to make for a gossip. Initial signs. We lived peacefully for the first six months, except sometimes we would wake up feeling like we heard footsteps in the night, and we dismissed it as just someone walking around in the apartment above ours. We also noticed some of our food and other items used to go missing, causing a little confusion among us. I dismissed this as part of sharing an apartment from prior experience. I shared a room with a friend, S, and we also had two other guys, A and Z, in a single room. Our flatmates, A and Z, used to go to office while S and me were still job hunting. In the morning, if the other bathroom was occupied, Z used to enter our room to use the bathroom. At times, it happened with me that I saw C enter the room in the morning when I was half asleep, and when I confirmed with him, he denied that. I ignored it being my sleepy head and kept going with my day-to-day life. Also, through social connections, we had one person who was extremely weird enter our house and stayed over despite giving the most negative vibes I have ever received in my life. He also was looking at a passport-sized photo from his 20s and kept staring at it, only to leave it behind when we asked him to go away the next day. I threw the photo in the dustbin after a few days. First Experience It was in late November 2019. I was in the drawing room watching something on the television. Lying on the couch, I felt it for the first time. My eyes closed and my mind started racing from one thought to another for no reason. We all obviously have many thoughts and do tend to be lost in them most of the time, but we have a certain amount of control over them. We can stop them as soon as we realize that we are in our thoughts. But what I experienced that day was something different altogether. My mind was jumping from one thought to another at a very high speed and was not stopping, even when I was trying to. Thought after thought, I felt as if I could not stop. It felt as if someone had control over my mind and not me. I thought that job hunting stress was taking me over and I must be going crazy, so I decided to book a ticket to my country for a month and come back later. I went back happily and chose to not share it with anyone else. But things changed quickly when I came back. As soon as I stepped inside my room, S said, you won't believe what happened when you were gone. He pointed at the same couch and said that he passed out on that couch one day and he felt as if he had no control over his body and he did not discuss it with anyone. But then the very next day, our other friend slept on the couch and said he was never going to stay over in our apartment after that. This was the first time I realized that there could be something different going on than I had ever anticipated. Things went okay for the next few months and COVID hit the world and three of us left for our country except Z who called his friends over and they lived in our house. Me and S had found jobs by this time and were working from home from our countries. Over the call, C had informed us that he did not want to live in the house any longer. I decided to come back in July end. When I entered the house, it was empty. I had bought new AirPods in my country and I was on a call with my mom when I stepped into the living room. I kept my luggage, and as soon as I sat down on the couch, the call disconnected and my AirPods stopped working, and I had to literally reset them again and again to finally make them work. I tried to switch on the PlayStation, but it was also stuck, and when I finally decided to watch Netflix on my laptop, the volume was not working, even though it was full in the browser as well as the systems panel. I had to literally reinstall and fix drivers for everything. In the next few days, things stopped working for no reason. 
I felt as if I was recognized and made to feel unwelcome on purpose, but ignored the feeling my gut was telling me and told myself that I was just imagining things. But what pushed me to really start noticing was when similar things happened with S and A when they came back. S came earlier. He did not have good dreams and woke up with a really bad pain in his foot one day after going to sleep in very good shape. I was still skeptic, but when the night A arrived, he called me in the next morning and said, Bro, did you hear me last night? I denied. He said that I went to sleep and then lost control of my body. I felt as if someone else was controlling me. And then he said that he could not even remember his own name. He was completely blank as to who he was, and then he jumped out of bed and tried to open his room's door, but just could not. He even tried to scream for help, but he could not. It was almost like something was showing its anger on leaving it. A game of WhatsApp calls. I had a friend over for dinner and I jokingly said, we have a ghost in the place. She obviously ignored it and we started talking about other things, but within five minutes, her phone started ringing when she checked her phone and said, why are you calling me? I obviously said, I'm not, while checking out my phone. There is no call visible on my phone. She showed her phone where the screen showed me calling her on WhatsApp. The call cut as soon as she tried to pick up and we both had no records of the call in my call history, but it was there at hers. She said, your place really has a ghost, what the fuck? And left hastily, obviously freaked out. It didn't repeat until S was telling the same story to our friend all the weekend and a similar call from S's phone went to the friend's phone, which obviously freaked us out. It was as if whatever it was knew we were talking about it and who was telling it to whom. Dream Encounters and Sleep Paralysis One night, while sleeping in my bedroom with my face towards my roommate, S, I saw a figure enter our room and move across the room with its face hidden away from us. It moved along the border of our bed and went towards S's side, and then it either kept its hands between us or on S, or did something like that, and I woke up in shock from the whole thing. It was my first ever encounter of sleep paralysis and left me stunned. I researched on Google and it fit the exact description of a sleep paralysis, so I tried to ignore it. But I'm spooked out now since our new flatmate, Jay, who moved in after Z moved out, slept in my room and had the same episode of sleep paralysis where a man entered the room and pointed towards a way out and also tried to put his hands on Jay's ear. His sleep paralysis episode happened four days ago and now he's going back to his country for a few days. The Nightmare the dream started with getting to know that my manager had rented her house to a guy with a grocery business, so he is selling groceries on discount. I land up at her place, and the whole place is in shades of dark and gray. I have never been to her real house, by the way. I end up buying some really weird groceries from someone. They seem like bright neon yellow rice with shades of red and things like that. Then I start exploring her house. I enter a room and there are two pianos. I try my hands on one and play it for a while. Then I shift to the next one. I saw that the keys on the keyboard are more of a triangular pattern than straight. I'm just staring at it and it is one of the most beautiful pianos I have ever seen despite being impossible to play. At this moment, I realize there is someone behind me. I turn around and see a pale man with a string of black dots below his eyes dressed in black stood in front of me. He smiled and he tried to convince me to do something. I don't know why the details of our exact conversation blurred out of my mind despite being able to recall everything else so clearly. I have also had a similar incident afterwards where I saw a dream I cannot recall, but just that I was running away from that person.
When that person enters my dream, my whole subconscious gets into an alarmed and frightened state, and that feeling is still etching in me when I wake up. The last time I had that nightmare, I also felt as if someone tried to pull me from behind, although I was sleeping alone in the room. Despite everything, we continue to live in the same house because we love the location and the house. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. I tried very hard not to freak out as I was reading about the nightmare and the man with the, the black dots mm. below his eyes. I don't know if you could hear it in yeah, my voice, oh, no. but I tried so hard not to freak out while reading that. Um, he posted three months ago. Oh shit. Yes. Because he mentioned COVID. COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is like the most modern ghost <laughs> story I've ever heard yeah. because the amount of manipulation the ghost was doing to their technology in general. Yeah. Like, I feel like my ghost, Lady Shaw, doesn't know how to mess with AirPods. <laughs> Yeah. But this dude, whoever, you know, was messing with them. Shit is scary. I don't know. Yeah, he sounds very modern. Yeah. Um, Sleep paralysis? Oh, my God. That's, I, oh, that's terrifying. No, I, think, no. I think I only experienced that once. Experienced it once before. Um, it has to be sleep paralysis. Like, but funny enough, like, I had never experienced it before that. It was only a couple months ago when we still live in the apartment, Nana. And I was alone, yeah. of course. And I don't know. That night, I just couldn't sleep very well. And when in the middle of the night, I don't know what time it was because I know not to check my phone for when the time is because I don't want to fucking freak myself Probably out. Probably 3 a.m. Probably. It was the middle mm -hmm. of the night. I, I can't remember it too well, but like I felt as if something was chasing me. And then, like, I had a strong feeling that the devil was fucking chasing me. And I was so scared. Oh, no. I remember clearly hearing in my head, like, some sort of demonic voice. And that's why I woke up. And, like, I couldn't wake up. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't sit up. So I immediately started praying. And my heart rate, like, started going down. Because obviously it was freaked the fuck oh, out. God. So I started praying mentally. And, I, like, somehow, like struggling to open my eyes i finally did it and i just kept praying and i kept praying and i kept praying until oh, i calmed myself down and i was like but that was it was oh, very short i know it was so scary it was very very short and yeah it, it wasn't long voice. yeah like and i was convinced i yeah. like in my soul i was like the devil is here and he's coming after me and that's why i was so scared mm. i told you that apartment had something in there remember my story oh yeah, so, like, I, f I, like, thought, I, like, heard something, like, really scary. I can't remember what exactly he, like, I, it was a he. I don't know what he said, but, like, it was just, it just freaked me out. And I was like, devil be gone in my head. Like, fuck no, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> Make sure you never tell mom this. I never told anyone. Yeah, don't it. tell mom. So, yeah, this is news to me. Yeah, and I, you know what's crazy is that um, Gabriella may remember this, too, but I've only ever had one sleep paralysis and gabrella was next to me in nicaragua mm -hmm. oh my god I that's a story this. for another time but it's very yeah. very similar to to what you experienced but i'll yeah. tell you the story another time but it's okay. no joke andrea do you remember when i called you like crying one night at 3 a.m because there was something yeah. in the bathroom yes and i was convinced i'm like there's a demon 
is I took like a selfie. I don't know who I was snapping, but I was snapping someone. In the background, you see my bathroom is open and all the lights are off. Next thing you know, I take a snap. Before I sent it, I quickly look down. There was this demonic face in the background of my photo. Oh, hell And no. I freaked. Did we see the, the photo? Yep. No, she didn't save it. I don't I have it anymore because I sent it and I was like, oh my god. And I just screamed. I honestly didn't know what the fuck to do. So I hid under my covers and I called Andrea and I woke her up. I was like, Andrea, come to my room now. Turn on all the lights right now. Yeah. She was like, ugh. I was so blown. Funny. And I was tired as hell. But I was like, but, I was like I trying to convince you. I'm like, it's fine. Like, you just saw something in my head. I'm like, oh my God, the devil's fucking going after us. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want to say I anything. No, I, I didn't want to freak you out. God, Andrea. Like, I swear on my life, there was something there. I felt uneasy. And what's weird is that for months, I always felt like there was something else at the apartment. Yeah. Nothing like too bothersome, but I was a little scared, you know, especially if Andrea was Alejandro's or Al and it's just me at the apartment. I'm like, eh, I don't like being by myself. All I had was a cat, or sometimes Nico um, will be there. That's Andrea's dog, by the way. You should have called me, Sissy. What you there? You're all the way in Alexandria. Girl, right? You could have died 45 <laughs> minutes. You wouldn't even wake up unless we called your no. work phone. If that. Yeah. No, actually, there was this one time where I was actually woken up by Gabriella. Because she was house sitting, a uh, she was house sitting and oh. like oh my god, yes, yes. This and is then when like, I used to work at a doggy daycare, so she FaceTimed me and I could tell she was really scared, <laughs> and I felt bad, but she couldn't leave, so I just stayed on FaceTime with her for a while until, you know, she felt comfortable again. Okay, well. Donna, you're up next with your personal story. So, um, this is actually our one and only email we received <laughs> for a personal tale. Yeah. Hello, Haunted Hermanas. I found out about your podcast when I saw your Facebook post on Ireland's Mysteries and Irish Ghost. I admit I have not listened to your podcast yet. I'm from the Boston area, but visited Belfast, Ireland in 2018 with my then-girlfriend. We visited Kilkenny Castle and stopped at the Kittler Inn pub for a drink. So at one point, my then-girlfriend went to use the bathroom. While she was in the bathroom stall doing her business, she heard the sink faucets turning on and off. She thought it was strange, but assumed it had to do with the plumbing issues, possibly. When she went up to the sink to wash her hands, that's when the faucet next to her turned on and stayed on. She freaked out, and as she was running out of the bathroom, she felt like she ran through a cold spot. She came back to the table to sit next to me and explain what just happened to her. While I was listening, I felt a tug behind my chair. I stopped her to tell her how I just felt a tug, and then again I felt another one. We were both scared out of our minds, but we did not want to leave the pub looking like freaks, so we shared our story to the bartender, who confirmed the place had numerous hauntings. We didn't stick around to hear the rest of the stories from the bartender, but I definitely want to visit the pub again. Thank you so much for listening to my story. Good luck with the podcast. That's so exciting that we actually got someone to write to us. I know, it was super sweet. 
I think it was really funny how he found us on Facebook or, you know. I know. I know Cindy had, like, um, posted something. I can't remember the Facebook group. To the Facebook group for, like, our Irish story. But I'm actually really happy someone did respond. Yeah, it was on Ireland's Mysteries and Irish Ghost. Ew. That was a Facebook. Yeah. So this episode is going to come out on St. Patrick's Day. That's exciting. Yeah. So when you're listening, I love St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. No. Look at the Irish. I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Is that the, is that the, sorry, is that the Disney movie? Yeah. The of, the, with with the, the handsome guy. The Luck of the Irish? So or whatever, Luck of the Irish? Luck of the Irish. I Disney love movie. that movie. Like I love that movie. It came out when I was in middle school. This is how it all started, yeah. isn't it? With that movie for all of us. Yeah, I had the biggest crush. Irish thing. I had the biggest crush on the main character. Oh my god, Ryan Mirman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you guys have the same crush on everybody. <laughs> oh no, my fave Irish man is Niall Horan. You already know. Oh, he's fine too. Who's so that fine. again? Um. What do you mean? Who's that again? Niall from One Direction? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I remember now. God. Like when you were obsessed so with him. Yeah. With blondie hair. He's actually a brunette. Naturally. Well, so he, he would dye his hair blonde? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Yeah. Anyway. So... Tomorrow is not only St. Patrick's Day, but it's also the feast day of my patron saint, which is St. Gertrude of Nivelle. She's a patron saint of cats and travelers. So I, I also so will cute. be celebrating her tomorrow. <laughs> That's so huh? cute. That is so cute. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you are confirming in the Catholic Church, they give you like this big book of saints and you have to pick a saint like basically who you want to be your patron saint and that like is your middle name after you're confirmed basically so like each saint is a patron saint of something so i was like going through the book and i was like gertrude may not be the best name (laughs) but she's a patron saint of you said cats? All right, this is it. Cats, cats and uh, travelers. Which, of course. You know. I know. Yeah. She was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was Love meant her. to be. Meant to be true. Yes. Andrea, we never, so, done, we never got confirmed. Listen, any, yeah. anybody got to know that, okay? <laughs> we, never, we had like two year, two more years left for communion classes. Yeah, they'd be like that Do you remember? Times. Mom and dad just like gave up by the time you guys came around yeah it's true <laughs> they're just like F it. uh like I'm we done. need that in order to get married yes married of course yeah. i'm doing I don't it no actually well, i don't know no because technically chris is not confirmed in the catholic church even though his family is catholics well, um, if a listener so no. can let us know, <laughs> so we know. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I can ask our priest next time. We could take classes together, Chris. 
Yes, we have to take classes. For... Like, actually. Okay. So, Andrea, yeah. myself, and Chris will be taking classes <laughs> and getting confirmed together. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, that, like, if mom ever finds out what this podcast is really about. Um, what do you mean, if she ever finds out? I still think she's confused. Um, uh, we, you literally told her, and we looked at each other. I mean, yeah, but I don't think she, like, really grasped it. Like, I was like, you know, it's about the paranormal, and she's like, yeah. <sighs> But, like, she didn't freak out, so... What are you no. talking about? She was she like, you, she's like, you're going to bring things into this house. And we started laughing because we knew exactly like that. That was exactly what she would say. But anyway, uh, she yeah. probably forgot. Whatever. Yeah, but she didn't take off her flip flop. <laughs> I'm happy about Does that. Dad no, no, dude. He doesn't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> He's like, huh, podcast, huh, paranormal. Huh? What's that? What's Literally. that? So to keep on the Irish spooky theme, have you guys ever seen uh, the movie Leprechaun? No. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So add that to the list. So I think there's like six movies in total. But fuck? I saw that movie when <laughs> like part six, Leprechaun part six. I saw like the first one, I want to say the original one again when I was too small and it freaked me out, but it's about like an evil leprechaun. When Ew. did this come when did this come out? Like, I don't know, maybe in nineteen ninety six when like you were born. When Anna was born. <laughs> um Well, okay. remember, I'm in my early thirties, so I was like in third grade or fourth grade. Okay. And actually I, oh my god, I actually got caught. So um, I was watching the movie. I going to ask. Alexa, and mom came in the room, right? And she was like, what are you guys watching? I'm like, oh, uh, you know, just like a scary movie about a leprechaun. And she was like, oh, you guys shouldn't be watching that. I'm like, no, it's not bad. And then freaking um, there is nudity in the movie. Like there was like a... <gasps> no. uh, yes. <laughs> So like, oh my so, god! Like, this chick with like her titties out, and she's like, "What are you watching?" And like, da 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 da. Um, because I'm pretty sure we rented it from Blockbuster. You guys remember that, right? Of course. Oh, Blockbuster. Are you kidding Good old me? days. When Stella yeah. would take us to Blockbusters in Miami with Malik and Christine, that was the fucking oh, yes. best. Obviously, you and you, everyone here too. But like, I don't know. It's one of my fond Miami memories. So, yeah. yes. R.I.P. Blockbuster. Anyway, um, you know yeah, put that on the list because that movie Leprechaun is spooky. There's only one Blockbuster store open now. Yeah. I can't remember what state it's in. It's like in a middle state somewhere, I think. Mm -hmm. But it's actually kind of popping now. There's a whole I documentary bet. about this. Yeah. I would go. Because it's not just like it's the entire experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going there, you know, looking at the selection of movies and then yeah. like you know picking out your candy all your other candy. snacks oh. yeah and feeling important when you have a blockbuster card but you're like a kid <laughs> oh my god i remember like, you kind of feel like that's like a credit card or a driver's license and you're like here yeah <laughs> it was like, like here take like, my card <laughs> i got the same feeling when i got my first costco card as an adult I'm like oh my here god, stop <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm like flashing it, looking bad. I'm like, yeah, I'm part of the club. 
So Chris was super excited about this week's uh, topic because he's convinced that um, and I'm basically sh- shouting out his people. You know, he's like, yes, this is oh, all about me yeah. and my bloodline. I guarantee like, Patty's going to say think the same thing because she's also Irish. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All through college, we went all out for St. Patty's Day because of her. I remember. Her mom, her Honestly, mom my here, favorite memories in Baltimore. She gave me an inflatable hat, and I fucking love it. I loved it so much. But then we went to get hot dogs, and there was a dog, and he bit a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> he was the famous dog. Yeah. You but know anyway. what? Like, St. Patrick's Day always had the best props. Yeah. You know, like, you know, all, uh-huh. like, the... The green uh, necklaces, and I then like I would always beads. have. Oh, I have all of that. You know, like yeah. I always bust so, it out every we year. We went to we went to a. It's not a. It wasn't a bar crawl, but we went to Fed Hill. Like, I can't remember two years ago. I guess Fed Hill. Um, oh, they Fed had Hill. like they had like an Irish bar crawl type shit, whatever, and um, that was like my last and most favorite. Actually, I don't know if it's my most favorite because I was really tied with like two I, like celebrations, but basically it was just a lot of fun. Like, do you remember that one year? It was probably like three years ago. I'm saying one year, <laughs> more like four years ago. I think I might have called you, Gabriella, and it was like the day after St. Patrick's Day, and I woke up in Baltimore and I was like driving home, super hungover, and I was like, Gabriella, <laughs> I think. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a Chipotle or something. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sadiq can only eat Chipotle when hungover for some reason. Yes, dude. It's the only thing I die. I'm pretty sure, like, I had to pull over and and I, like, threw up, like, fucking green juice, dude, because I just had an enormous amount of green beer. Oh, my God. But it was also in in Baltimore and Fed Hill, and I was like, what? It was so fun, though. But I definitely. Had a little too yeah, much fun. <laughs> yes. Hey, do I like the Irish? This what time, these four. Yes, exactly. This time next year, I want to have an Irish last name. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want to become a McConnell clan. <laughs> the McConnell clan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, like I told you, Chris was so excited about the topic that he, he like whipped out his DNA results, like the you know like. <laughs> the, really? Oh my was, god! Like, I'm seventy percent Irish. I'm like, okay, Chris. Love That's it. so cute. Was, like, going, apparently they're all from Cork. Cork is what it's. I think yeah, Cork and Dublin. Um. Yeah, those were like the main areas. In Ireland, that he's his family's from. That's cute. So, we okay. should do a sissy, actually not a sissy trip. Well, that too, but a McConnell and Rivas trip. Yeah, so when I told him about the sissy trip to Ireland, he was like, no, you can't go without me. I've never <laughs> been. I want to go. Wait, I'm yeah, like, so- yeah, but this is girls only. I went to Ireland without my sisters last time, and oh they weren't gosh, that happy. That's so true. You went for the rest so of the So I have to make sure that next time I go with them. And then next time I go, it's with them. And he was like, okay, well, we'll make it a sissy bro trip, and I'll just invite my <laughs> brothers. Yeah. Like, okay, a sissy bro trip. We That's can so do cute. that. 
That'll be fun. Kevin, where's Kevin? Oh my god, stop. Oh yeah, Kevin will get lost. lost. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, Kevin's little um is a little I'm brother like... of Chris. <laughs> I'm like, have you seen Kevin McConnell? <laughs> Someone find my brother. I was like talking to a group of he's talking to a group of Irish girls in the corner or something. One hundred percent. I love going out. Friends. I love Kevin. all right guys well thank you so much for joining in this week on our two for two tuesday episode two for two tuesday whoever whoever has stayed loyal and decided to participate we appreciate you yes thank you guys so much for coming back to us please rate us we are on spotify and what else are we on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Apple Podcasts. You can rate us on both of those apps and leave us a little review. Please, please, good things. Only thanks. (laughs) It's super important so we can uh, climb the charts and get more listeners. I would just be happy if we had 10 random listeners, honestly. That would be, like, great. That's a goal. I'm like, oh, my God. For sure. Someone outside of yeah. our like friend group actually wants to listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone like, outside our friends or family are supporting us. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> also, <laughs> you guys have any suggestions? You know, what else we should bring up in our podcast? You know, any topics or whatever? Like, we Thanks. highly encourage that. We want to hear what you have to say. Also, don't forget to send us I feel your like stories, we're things. asking for so much, but also. Please send us your ghost stories. So email us at hauntedhermanaspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram on at hauntedhermanaspodcast. And join our Facebook Facebook group, group. Haunted Hermanas Podcast. We also have a TikTok, just so you know. Join us on TikTok. TikTok. Yep. TikTok. TikTok. It's another slang, like sissy slang, Andrea and I do. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Again, I'm in my early 30s. I'm too old for TikTok. Shut up. But thank you, Andrea. I'm never too old. Thank you for taking care of that for us. Yeah. I decided (laughs) to be cool. All right. TikTok. All right, guys. Take care. Excuse me. I was trying to share my TikTok (laughs) and you're interrupting. (laughs) Jeez. It's Tuesday. (laughs) I work today. Well, I'm trying to say it, Andrea. Before my celebration tomorrow, so that's none of our I'm, fault. Saint Gertrude wants me well rested. Um, <laughs> our TikTok is at Haunted Manas. Please follow. Thanks. And if you don't have a TikTok, I'll make one and just follow us. Thanks. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Now you I'll can have say bye. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.